0: during this lockdown i was reading an article and it was basically about this gamer who won millions of dollars or even billions of dollars i don't exactly remember and i was like why did i ignore esports why did i ignore gaming for so many years because i personally never went into that direction i was more about you know playing actual traditional sports like you know football cricket etc and so on Uh, i never actively you know participated in this towards this online gaming and all that um i do not know why but i just haven't i mean i had a psp when i was a kid and the last game i played on it was fifa 13 and that's the only game i played on it apart from street cricket and need for speed which are two like standard games here so i was genuinely like you know completely unaware about how this entire esports and video gaming system works but this, this person who won that, you know, whatever prize, that intrigued me. I want to know more about this. So, it turns out one of the seniors I knew at the university I joined, uh, Siddharth Jain. He's the director of esports and gaming at Shivnana University's first ever sports fest, Surge. So, I decided to speak to him and find out, okay, what exactly is this esports thing? I mean, do people actually earn millions of dollars just by, you know, playing video games? and i was actually genuinely surprised by you know how much goes into uh, the entire esports ecosystem and i realized that okay maybe i shouldn't have been so quick to judge it as you know uh, a waste of time or something like that so do check out this episode it is kind of you know mind opening it makes you aware of the other side of things as well and yeah i hope you guys enjoyed because i certainly did while talking to him and i realized that this is wow okay this is this is actually quite fun it's actually quite interesting and as someone who doesn't play video games at all probably i'm definitely going going to go and check out a few video games and start gaming so make sure you all listen to this because irrespective of whether you know you're an expert gamer or you have no clue about gaming or you're somewhere in the middle i'm sure you guys may find some parts of this interesting so go ahead check it out siddharth jain on the other side of this intro Siddharth, Uh, thank you so much first of all for being here Um, I think this is going to be an exciting episode for several people out there because I know a lot of my friends they are into all this you know video games, esports and all that so thank you so much for being here and and I'm going to tell you I have no clue about this okay so this is coming from a guy who actually doesn't know anything about esports and would like to understand it so and I'm pretty sure there are other listeners out there as well who want to know more about this environment who want to know about this ecosystem and why is there such a big hype so i'm really glad you're here and thank
1: you i'll try my best to explain
0: yeah you will man i'm sure so here's the first question i want to ask you what exactly is esports because esports are i i think they are quite different there's a distinction between esports and video games how did you get into like you know this esports system and you know
1: esports ecosystem so i'll start with your first question like what is esports then i'll answer how i how i got into it so esports is basically so see esports and gaming are definitely two separate things but they they're often used interchangeably so esports is something where you play competitive like proper professional sports so in esports like you have a team and then you go go to proper competitions and play play with other teams and then there is a clear winner and but when you say gaming uh, in general so gaming you can just say in a way that you're playing uh, casual online multiplayer games you're not going somewhere to compete that is what you can call gaming as every everything like if you play a game Play a game say Fortnite, which I play. So if you're playing with your friend and you're just leveling up and you're uh, earning XP to get to get some skins yeah whatever, you'll call that gaming. But if you go if you go with the same friend to a tournament where you have some prizes that basically where there are other teams playing professionally for some cash prize, that that you can call esports. That is the major difference. So uh, people do get confused because it is the same. It is kind of the same thing, but it is, it has a slight difference. And so how I got into esports is like, I used to game little bit before entering college. So then I found this one friend who was an ardent gamer. I started hanging out with him. He was my first friend in college also. Then later we became roommates as well. And then we started this gaming society. So they were discussing about opening a gaming society and all. I wasn't into gaming as such, but I just agreed that I'll help them with the management and stuff. But then with staying with them, then I saw them playing these games like CSGO, Hello, and then they were playing this Need for Speed and whatnot. So yeah, I knew all the basics because I have been playing since I was a kid. Then I then I started playing more. Then I found this one friend who just told me, Keep Road, download Fortnite, we'll play together. Then I was like, okay, I'll try. Then my parents bought me a PS4 for my 18th birthday, I guess. Then since then I've been pretty much involved in gaming. I do I play around three to four hours every day. Every night, so all those practice sessions with my friends, and then I try to explore more games as well. Any game that comes my way, I try to play it only if my system allows me to.
0: Ah, Okay, wow, wow, okay, but wait, so even you started gaming recently, only then, because you said, like, seriously, I got into this thing only a few years ago, but. A lot of people started getting into this seriously only a few years back, but in India, but in abroad, like in several other countries, there has been a gaming ecosystem for uh, quite a huge period of time. I mean, I've heard of, you know, the Ivy League colleges in America and all having regular esports competitions and stuff like that. So, So why is it in
1: India? suddenly? You might be surprised to know that esports goes way back. It started with Mm. games like Pac-Man, those kind of games, when they started going competitive, when people saw that they have their high score, I don't know the exact game, but Pac-Man was also one of the games. Uh, Space Invaders was one of the games. So when people saw that, oh, we have a score here, then they went and said, ki, yeah, I have this score. Can you beat me? And then like this company is like, uh, Nintendo and Atari they started organizing these competitions. The, if you get the highest score, then you'll basically win. So that is how basically this started. And this Nintendo and all were a, a very very huge thing uh, back then.
0: But why in India suddenly? I mean, why suddenly in India? Like, Why was it almost non-existent here? Because I feel it was. I didn't play it, but there was no talk of it which Reached me, but then suddenly, like past, I would say, ever since around the time the PS4 launched, all of a sudden has been a huge climb. Like at least from my perspective, even though I've never played any video game at all. So why is that, like?
1: So according to me, what I think is uh, the main thing is internet only. So once you get on the internet, you get to know what what is happening. So yeah, uh, esports in India, according to me, rose because of all these, uh, social media and all this uh, internet that became uh, so, uh, so popular. And then people basically got to know key all this happens, uh, outside. And then these game creators also saw India as a potential market because it's not that Indians ha- didn't, weren't exposed to these games. So, uh, since I was a kid, I had this PS2 and all also. So according to me, I knew a lot about the gaming scene, but I didn't know ki, we, you can do it professionally as well. So one, one I'll say social media, uh, especially. And then, then, uh, then people in India started seeing these gamers' videos on YouTube, and then they started seeing their montages, their gameplays, their tournaments, and then they got inspired, obviously. Ki, if they can do it, then why can't we do it? Then, uh, uh, parallel to this, the technology also rose, and then those high-end gaming gaming laptops and all those graphics and all were also starting to come up. And and since I already mentioned people, saw so India is a huge market because obviously the India's population is huge. So yeah, they they saw this, and then they started bringing in all this gaming stuff to India and then people in India also started streaming their games then they went then they went international they went to tournaments and that's how in my opinion that's how eSports has been rising in India.
0: Okay, but wait, I, I think there's a, another problem here. Okay, so now when I was young, and I'm sure when you were young as well, this esports video games thing wasn't that popular. So we used to spend our time, you know, playing traditional sports, like, you know, let's say cricket or football or whatever. But isn't this, I have noticed this uh, amongst, I would say, you know, the younger generation, because I have uh, siblings and cousins who are younger than me. So they spend more of their time, you know, online playing these online games, video games and things like that compared to actually playing outside. Isn't that a negative thing? I mean, don't you feel that, do you feel that esports will eventually at some point replace traditional sports as the main activity of youngsters? Or do you still feel that that it can never happen that traditional sports will still be the most popular thing while esports will just be like, you know, a second, secondary source of entertainment?
1: So, see what you are saying is esports. Esports is competitive gaming and competitive gaming key teams, the teams which go for esports as such. Uh, I've seen many teams doing their regular training schedules also. They have proper workout regimes. They, they what? Do proper Are you serious? Workout. Yes, they, they have to maintain their fitness as well because obviously for their uh, concentration to be there, that level. So oh, okay. uh, what what you're talking about is gaming. Yeah, my love. with gaming, it is obviously an easier option just to sit on your couch and play for as long as you want. That is a negative. But then again, uh, if you have control on yourself and then you know how to manage, then I don't think it is as big as a problem. Because yeah, my love, it, is, it is kind of difficult to control. But once you start, start telling your mind key, know that I have this say one hour time of time of gaming this is the only hour that I have to plus, plus minus 5-10 minutes 1-2 games but if you start telling your mind that eventually you'll get over it and then you'll start managing your time better. managing no, you'll start uh, focusing elsewhere. Oh
0: okay. But okay but too much of a good thing like just like you said you know it's not uh, it's not healthy if you play continuously without any control over it. Um, hmm. How do we draw the line? But like, how do we draw the line between you know uh, online gaming or esports as an activity and as an addiction? Because too much of a good thing. You never know when you're going to get addicted to anything, right? That's whether it's drinking or smoking or anything. It's very hard to actually tell. Right. Okay, am I going to get addicted or am I not? How, right. how would you? How would you say it's like some? sort of warning sign? Like what would be some sort of warning sign that you are on the verge of getting addicted to gaming?
1: So a warning sign for me, say, yeah, when I was building the SNU campus on Minecraft, then I saw a warning sign for me because I was like literally spending eight hours on the screen just on Minecraft.
0: Wow. So the
1: warning sign for me was that when I looked outside, when I looked at my house, everything was appearing to me as Minecraft blocks. What everything is? That are you serious saw, yeah, everything that i saw I, uh, I i my first opinion was how can i create this in minecraft wow okay then i thought okay you need to take a break that that has been enough <laughs> then i took a huge break from minecraft and now also i try to like i, I don't I, I try to spend minimum time on it but then obviously if we have to work on it then we have to work on it because we have that project obviously but I don't like spend like eight hours as I did before that is one sign this is a particular example for Minecraft and then also another sign is obviously when you play for too long then obviously you get you start getting headaches your eyes start paining. all that is there only and so yeah I think that is the sign when you, when you can't imagine your life outside the game. I think that is a point when you're addicted.
0: Wow, okay. That's okay. That's useful. That's useful to some, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. One of the main reasons why I did not start indulging in online games or, you know, esports is because I was, I was worried I would actually get addicted to it. I'm not going to like, but <laughs> maybe I should, because I have read online that, you know, there are some benefits to playing, uh, video games in the sense that it makes you better at things like problem solving or you know quick thinking or something like obviously that obviously your
1: concentration increases then also uh, once you start playing e- games and all then you also try tend to get fascinated by the kind of stuff that they, that these guys do and then you also see that the amount of hours of coding and all these graphic design that it has taken so I find that pretty amusing like uh, yesterday night also i was playing with my friend but constantly it was in my head that how how did the how did the guy code this how does he love? so in so in one of the games uh, you can go to a you can go to a bot you, i can i'll call it a bot here you'll okay. go to a bot and then he'll give you a target uh, in inside the game only he'll give you a target you have to kill that guy so i was I was wondering that only how how did how did this guy code the key? where is where is this dude located? and like on what basis did he give me that specific target? I, so yeah, it is kind of fascinating as well. and once you dive into all this, then you'll find all this interesting also.
0: Wow, yeah, it actually is. I mean, uh, it's just like you know when you're watching a movie, and then you you realize how many hours of takes it takes. You know, like how many times have to redo the same scene over and over and again before. So
1: games are. I can I can say that games are a movie that you're controlling. Oh, that is yeah. why people get so into them, especially these role play games like say God of War, Uncharted. These games are like you're playing the character basically. And you, you, you live through a story. So that is, that is what I think uh, attracts people the most.
0: Okay. So I know because I have a question now, I did not originally plan on asking this, but uh, it's because of something you said, like you were just saying, right? The amount of, you know, graphic design, the amount of coding, et cetera, and all that required while building a game. If youngsters are trying to do this, do you feel uh, like, what do you think about that in India right now? Because as I think with my basic general knowledge I have about this, I feel most games right now are being developed outside India and India is just a market. Do you think India can also be a source for such games? And if so, how Actually, does the There
1: goes? are many indie studios that okay. are making games. I, I don't know names of many but there are indie studios and they do and they do hire coders, they do hire graphic designers, uh, they do hire all these story makers as well. So yeah, uh, eventually, I think in the next four or five years, India would also produce games of God of War level, like PS exclusives, and then all those premium games, I think in the next four to five years, India would have at least two or three of them, or maybe even more.
0: Wow. Okay. So that's, that's good to hear. I mean, because even though I have like zero experience with gaming, I have heard of, I have heard of games like God of War and Fortnite and, all, and I'm aware of what they involve, like what is the basic, you know, gameplay involved mm-hmm. in it. And if we can produce games of that quality, I mean, it will be amazing because And also the cost also will come down because it's being produced in India. So that's a good thing because I'm pretty sure you all are on a very tight budget being in college. So, uh, okay. One final question, probably. Hmm. Is esports something for introductory beginners into a game? Or is it only for like, do you have to already be at a certain level to, you know, start participating? And... What role do you think, you know, college fests or, you know, events like that will play? Because in abroad, a lot of like, you know, these, um, let's say, exceptional people discover their talents in colleges and schools and all that during all these events. Let it be anything, not just esports. Let it be anything else as well. Like, you know, coding or, you know, designing, whatever it is, any skill, a lot of people develop it in college. So do you think that college fests will play a key role in events like, you know, when when it comes to esports and stuff like that?
1: See, in my opinion, they do. So once you participate in any sort of tournament, say even if it is e-sports, esports, if it is some um, cultural event, if you go there, then you see your performance and then say you lose. You don't win, you lose. So you'll see that what is the kind of competition that you're receiving, right? So once you see that, then you'll go back and then you'll work upon it. So similar thing happens with esports. Once you go to one of these College fest, say then you'll see the level of gamers that are there. Then you'll practice one year, maybe two years. Go again, see if you if you've reached that level. If you've not, then you'll try again. If you if you have, then okay. And then obviously, if you're the best in the room, then obviously you're in the wrong room only. Then you'll have to oh, find okay. something new. You you'll have to find a better. So that that is how these teams grow. So they start, very, they start with like their friends, then they see, okay, we're good here. Then they start playing more and then eventually they get selected by these clans as well. There are huge clans of esports. And then once you get into, into those clans, then you'll get into like good competition and all as well.
0: Okay. So this is kind of a place where it's not for beginners, but more for people who are at least at, you know, or uh, at the middle level of, you know, expertise, if not no, being, you know,
1: no. would also, So if you start a game, you'll first play one, two matches on your own to just to figure out what is happening, right? Yeah. So the third match, you can go go and play there. So it is for beginners, but obviously you need to know a little bit about how the game works.
0: Okay.
1: You can't just go there clueless Key. Okay, oh no, WASD keys, what to do with space, what to do with shift, what is control, what is happening, then you'll you'll probably get demotivated. Yeah, that's and there people and what if you go so if you go there and you don't know anything, then you'll probably lose your first match, then you'll get further demotivated, I guess. So you need to know just a little bit key how the game works, and since And yeah, just a little bit of how the game works, like basic controls. You can start there and then obviously then you can start exploring the competitions. You can practice uh, according to that.
0: Wow, okay. Now, last question is going to be on a personal side. PC games or console games and why? And also, what's the longest you've gone gaming without taking a break?
1: Uh, Obviously, console games for me because because my PC can't support them, that is my only reason okay. and I, I and I find it comfortable sitting on my sofa with the remote in my hand and playing and according to me, just it is this is personal like I can't focus in focus properly on a small screen. I need the TV screen to focus then the longest I have gamed at a stretch, hmm i'll say 6 6 to 7 hours wow not more than that but that is kind of less only for if you ask my friends they they've been doing these 12 hours or 12 hours gaming marathons two days gaming marathons overnight practices
0: wow okay <laughs> I mean, now I'm on. You guys seem to be working out more than traditional sports people themselves. So, <laughs> anyway, thank yeah, you so much. Working Sudaat.
1: out on the game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> True. Thank you so much, Siddharth. It's been amazing to have you here. I'm sure, uh, because I was a complete beginner to this, and that's how I frame most of my podcasts around. Like you know, I, I, you know, try to do episodes around things I myself have no clue about. Because if I don't have any clue about it there's at least going to be one person out there who also doesn't have any clue about it. So I'm really sure to complete beginners. This must be extremely useful. And you might have triggered a war out there with p- those who prefer PC because I know some of my friends who have that argument, which is better PC or mm-hmm. conserved. My reason
1: for PC is just that because my PC can't support anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. But hopefully they don't boycott this episode and listen to it because that one comment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <But> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. It's been a real pleasure. And to all of you out there, if you're looking to get into esports, try out something at your nearby college fest and see if you like it.